0: Hola, me llamo Ceci Fuente. Eh, te invito a suscribirte a Guante Futbol
1: to another episode of lafc 360 uh it still feels like we are living in a fantasy land but guys this is real life okay there's so much to talk about but first let me get started by introducing the rest of the panel here with me
2: is max bretos great to be here connor very comfortable in this chair and what a great day to be uh talking lafc thank you coming off a big win in nashville people don't go into nashville and get wins like that yeah
1: and jessica black is joining us again welcome jessica
3: I'm really happy to be here. Obviously, on the back of a win, so we have tons to talk about, obviously. Some new players that made their debut, so yeah, happy to be here.
4: And? Vince LaRosa, Vince LaRose himself. It doesn't <laughs> feel like real life because we didn't do a cold open. Also, I was literally out of my chair like two seconds ago running around the studio trying to turn yeah, the- it There was a little audio. So. No, no makeup. one needs
1: to know about what happened just the at people the People in the of control the show, room. They want to know. anything.
4: But they want to know. People in control room had no
2: idea what you're doing. They <laughs> thought you were getting up right before the show, which is probably not.
4: They the finally end. thought they pushed me over the edge. Yeah. They're like, it's about time. What'd yeah. it do, chat? What's up? Hey, okay, don't judge the shirt. It looks great. You do look good. Thank you. Yeah, it's great. Connor looks good. But you know what would look really good for us is if you went ahead and hit that subscribe button. Look to our left. To my left is a chat screen. We've got a great community in there, so why don't you join everybody that's in that community? Lots of comments, a lot of fun banter back and forth. So subscribe, and that way you'll know whenever a video comes out, and and you can hang out with these guys.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I just want to add something. You mentioned Connor's shirt, and I, I've seen it before somewhere. I've you seen have? it before. Where exactly? I need can help someone help jog my memory here. Did you wear that shirt? No. Are you genuinely asking, or is this like a no? Thing? I'm asking. There it is. Exactly. I knew oh, I saw it somewhere. Oh, hey. <laughs> a little less <laughs> chest wow. hair. The stash not quite there. But I don't know what you guys are talking about. You do you know who that it. is, Connor?
1: Uh, some is that your dad?
2: That is Tom. <laughs> <laughs> he, he wishes. I wish it was my dad because we would be driving around a Ferrari in Hawaii. That's Tom Selleck. Of uh, oh. Magnum PI. You wore the Hawaiian shirts like you're wearing one now. You're, How you're do you were playing them Magnum PI theme That's song wild. Yes, the, I
4: was. For the show. How do you tame your chest hair? Because I know yeah. you have.
1: That's great. So I get a wax two times a week. Smart. It's, yeah, it's good. Yeah,
4: smart. It's, it's Painful,
1: but smart. Some baby oil, too. Um, right. All right, enough with the pre- pleasantries, LaRosa. <laughs> Let's get to the story that had all eyes around the world looking at LAFC on Sunday. It is time for #trending. Hashtag trending. Yes, I stole your bit. La Rosa. Yeah, it's, uh, it's we've been talking prompter. about it for weeks, and it feels like it's been even longer. But the wait is finally over. Gareth Bale and Giorgio Chiellini have officially made their debuts for LAFC on Sunday. Let's take a listen to what they had to say at the end of the game.
3: I was itching on the first half, too.
2: <laughs> I was itching, um, yeah, as soon as I got on the bench, I wanted to try and get off and help the team play some minutes. Um, important also for me individually that I kind of yeah get my fitness going obviously it's been it's the end of the season in Europe so um, yeah good to get some minutes and more importantly got the three points
1: and um, yeah we're all happy I want to come in and, and do what I do but fit into the team style of play as
2: well I think uh, it's going to take a little bit of time to to get used to everything but um, yeah I'm quite switched on in terms of football so uh, yeah I'm able to to get up to speed quite quick and um, now it's just important to to try and get some minutes try and get fit as possible as quick as possible and um. Yeah, just excited to to get the season going for myself and, and trying to help the team as much as I can.
0: Yeah, I expect the, the difficulties uh, we have in the match because Nashville is a good team uh, and also for me especially, this is the first match after almost two months. Uh, it's too hot in Nashville, but I, I feel in better minute by minute and uh, in the second half I stay better than, than in the first. I'm very happy because uh, it's a difficult way game this one and it's very important to win for us because we we, we we reach another time the top of the league and i think it's important to stay in that position and continue to show us firstly that uh, that we can uh, reach the this trophy and uh, it's just the start uh, we have to continue to work we have to to continue to to work each other because uh, if you do the, everything uh, Together, uh, we don't are tired, but we, we feel the confidence and the happiness to, to play.
1: So, like I said, it's actually happened on the the official LAFC watch party that me and Vince were hosting just yesterday. It still feels surreal. Like, I, I don't know how more real it can get. They've made their debuts, and I still feel like it's a dream. That's a good
2: feeling.
4: Soak it in. When you pointed out on the broadcast that he was coming in, the bar... Like lifted, yeah. It literally was just like an audible cheer. Connor got a there little uh, Gareth Bale uh, chant going. Um, oh, yeah. What? I mean.
2: He got, he got booed by the crowd there. I don't know why. <laughs> really? It was a mile. It wasn't a big boo. It was like boo. It was like. Okay. because that's
4: fine. I was thinking if you're a Nashville fan and they have a nice this is fancy not, new stadium and it was pretty packed in there, even though your team lost, you still got to be there when Gareth yeah. Bale and Giorgio Chiellini made their debuts in MLS. That's be important. Nashville was part
2: of the story and they shouldn't be a. Uh, Diminished by that at all. Uh, by the way, Soccer USA, I don't know who is Burt Bert Bert Bacharach. I don't know if that's you're referring to uh, to uh, Vince here, not Vince, uh, Connor. But uh, I need to know more because I'm a big Burt Bacharach fan.
1: I will say your Our shirt yes. compliments your eyes. Maybe really I'm well. Burt Okay. Maybe, yeah. Very
2: nice. Well, should we talk about how they actually played? Yes. <laughs> sure. <laughs>
3: Sorry. Maybe.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll jump in here. It's. they. You have to be happy about how everything turned out because incorporating new players, even players at this level, Giorgio Chiellini and Gareth Bale, who are elite, uh, most people would think you need to break them in, but you do. You heard them about the challenges of playing at MLS, and certainly replacing a center back for, I mean, shifting your back line is risky if you're a club, but (laughs) they were able to do that, and then you're able to get Gareth Bale to help protect that lead, and you walk away with the win. That alone tells you this was... A huge success because they get the three points on the road and then if you look closer you have to be pretty content about the way they played
3: yeah I mean the dynamic of the back line is going to be so interesting moving forward we've been used to having two really really fast center backs whether it's Murray and fall or Murray and Ibiaga we've always had like the ability to play that high line Chiellini comes in he's not quite as fast as them but you know, he's an elite level defender, so he has all that experience with him. And you saw that him and Murray at the beginning were trying to figure out who's going to drop, who's going to go, what side are we going to play on? And so there was a little bit shaky there, but as the game grew- wore on, you saw that Keelini got really comfortable and Murray started doing things that I've never seen him do before. I mean, he was stepping past people and running into the attack. And so, like you guys said, the levels definitely went up. And with Bale, you saw in that interview, he looked like somebody that's, confident that he's going to take this league by storm. So, for me, its I mean, it's not going to be scary for us. It's going to be scary for them. I mean, this is exciting times for LAFC. Yeah.
1: But, but There's a lot of people looking from the outside in, uh, especially when MLS and LAFC started pushing out that that clip of Bale's first touch, which I lost my mind when he did that. He did. Uh, I really On our did. broadcast. Um, but a lot of people were like, oh, why didn't he score a goal? Why didn't he do this? Why didn't he do that? The fact that Bale and Chiellini just both made their debuts. That's one step in the right direction for them and for LAFC. So, look, maybe it wasn't the best showing for Gareth Bale, all things considered. Look, that, that's the first step in the right direction. Well, it's this good. Was, this, that's a success, guys.
4: This was highly targeted, and to both your points, especially about the back line, right? So Steve Trundle and his staff get together and go, okay, here are the matches coming up. How do these teams play? And really what we saw the best of Giorgio Chiellini was his passing. And they knew Nashville was a team, to your point, about being quick in, in the back line. is a team that's going to sit back. It's going to allow Giorgio some time. They're not really going to try to run by him. It's going to allow him to find that space and his uptick on just finding the right passes and knowing exactly where the ball should come and go. That was another level for LFC. Obviously, it creates the first goal. And so I think that was so smart. And then the same with Bale. Look, Bale came in there, and the, the weariness was this. It was only 2-1. to one. So you were worried that as you throw in another player, another kind of luxury player, as we would say, came Bale helped them hold the lead? But... He, he was That's what he on. was brought into. That's what he was they, switched He yeah. talked
2: about it afterwards. He goes, you, help us protect this lead. I don't need a goal from you. I don't need you to uh, stretch it out. We're playing safe. And that's what Gareth Bale did.
3: But at the same time, like, when you're defending a lead, it's still important to have threat, right? sure. You don't sure. want to take off all your fours. And adding somebody like Bale instantly makes Nashville understand that, like, yeah, we need to be chasing this game, but we're not going to get much out of it because Gareth Bale is running us down. (laughs) One of the best things that I saw him do was just run around. And, like, Gareth Bale is a physical specimen. Like, this guy is not small. Like, Uh, he is six foot tall, like, playing up front. And so I was looking at the Nashville defenders, like, you're done. done. Like, you're done. What are you going to do here? They They
2: had (laughs) to respect him because it was Gareth Bale. Before he touched the ball once, they had to respect him. The man.
4: Well, Jess and I watching Gareth do his post game were getting excited when he was like, you know, soccer, the soccer part comes very easy to me because both of us were like, oh man, this guy's confident. stoked. <laughs> he's ready to go. Like yeah. he was very humble and self-deprecating through a lot of it. But that one, you saw Aww. it, like the tiger got out of the cage for just a half a second. I love it. And he's excited too. He's not just
1: confident in, in his ability to tear up the league. He wants to, he's itching to, 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 to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say for, for Bale and Chiellini, In more of a general note, this is just kind of an enhancement, right? We have really good center backs, but Chiellini with that experience and and just his positional awareness, his distribution from outside the back, I I think is just such a a level above any of the MLS defenders currently in the league where, you know, it's actually raising the level of the league
2: in in general. His passing helped start the first goal. He came way up into the midfield and was able to to lay that ball off. CJ Sapong went after him earlier and was getting the upper hand and then... It got better and better well he Chiellini. said he felt
4: better in the second half and look as we said LFC has this luxury to be targeted in the games that they put keeling into they're not just going to drop him into every game although it was nice for him to get a little bit of the heat i know he said it was too hot in here in nashville but it's kind of like hey check this out a little bit see how you do uh but let's not just talk about keeling and bail because that three-point performance on the road was pretty strong, especially when consider the way the first half ended. So, what did we think about LAFC's overall performance on the road? Fifth win on the road. I think only one other team has, or two other teams maybe have six wins on the road, but it's pretty good for for five wins on the road, especially considering in twenty twenty one. Did we win a single road game? Oh. It's uh,
2: it's
3: time to get no, used. Yeah, we to did. This.
2: We got to win at Austin and. Uh, okay. Yes. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. So another we did. team we played three times. And we got a road on
3: camera. It's, I mean, it was a typical LAFC performance kind of slow in the beginning mm-hmm. a little bit like what's what's going on here and then lowering the hammer on Nashville in the second half I mean that's pretty much what LAFC is kind of known for we're a second half team and I think early on in the season there was a lot of conversation around like is this a good thing or it's a bad thing I think at this point we could just say that this is just who we are like we have a very deep bench and we just we utilize it and in the second half we we come out and we really wear teams down so it was very typical in that way for me. I do think we were really comfortable in our shape. Nashville got some decent uh, opportunities. I think mo- mostly because Chiellini and Murray were trying to figure each other out, mm-hmm. and then once they got comfortable, we seemed very like solid. I would say then we talked about this, um, you know, off air that. It did kind of seem like when we got into the final third we didn't make the right decisions early on it was we were getting into these advanced positions and the pass was off or the decision was off and then eventually we broke through so to me it was a typical lafc performance we got the three points it wasn't beautiful the whole way out but ultimately our quality shone through
2: and as gerardo pointed out nashville's a quality opponent this was a huge occasion for nashville they wanted to get a result they're coming off a victory over the sounders who aren't the sounders right now it's still an important win You got the best shot from Nashville. They had their full squad out there, and LAFC uh, could let the lead go but came out absolutely fired out of a can in that second half So this is something that, as fans, we have to actually start
1: getting used to it. Winning games week in, week out, right? So we've said it before, and I'll say it again. It's MLS Cup or bust. Uh, The league knows it, and I think there's also a very convincing argument that this team – on paper, may be the best team in MLS history.
4: Well, it's not just, Ooh. but it's not just talent now, too. Because I want to touch on something that I think was really important from that game. You know, every once in a while, and LAFC has a lot of young players. Well, they'll, they'll make mistakes. But the mistake in this game, and you can call it a soft penalty or not, but the mistake in this game was from Ilya Sanchez, a guy that you normally wouldn't consider make that mistake. And young teams, or teams that maybe don't have the right mentality when their like leader makes a mistake, they kind of crumble. But to Max's point. 45 seconds into the second half, they came right back out, took the lead right back. So it's not just pound-for-pound pound talent. It's the mentality now. Yeah. And I think that's what LAFC was lacking in 2020, 2021. I think they've added that little bit of edge. And it really is the veterans. But it was nice to see that when one of those veterans that you don't expect to make a mistake makes one, the rest of the guys, the young guys, were then able to step in. Like, pick, if that keeps pick happening, up the team. back that's, and forth.
1: Well, I I don't want to be that guy, but this is Elias' uh, second mistake that has led to a, a goal.
4: It's gonna happen.
3: Yeah.
4: I mean, one of one of the. Uh, That's a high risk position yeah. for that, right? Yeah. So it's gonna. Yeah. High risk position. I'm
2: not worried about it. High leverage. But it's it's worth it's worth I don't know bringing it up. But he maybe did maybe a well, lot right, of good things in
3: out. that game. Still, like, and what I liked about what happened with Ilie is a lot of players, especially like young players. This is where the experience comes in. You make a big mistake like that, and then you tend to make more mistakes as the game goes on because you're trying to make it up or whatever. He was so solid from then on, mm-hmm. and. I don't know about you guys, but I didn't really. Partic- I didn't feel worried. I was annoyed that we'd given up the penalty, right. but something told me like we were still gonna get through that game and probably get something out of it. And I think that's because we are so strong, like in terms of our depth and the mentality and things like that. So Ilya's individual um, mindset was really good, but the collective mindset was even better.
4: Yeah, it's the full. It's the full package. It really is, and, and to the point where you're you're saying, well, I, I worry. But you, to your point, you don't worry now. You're like, I think we're going to get something out of it. But they're they're showing through It's not just us hoping and willing them to do it. They're actually doing it, and I think that's a big everyone, big point.
2: Everyone in the chat room's got Elias back, Connor. Yes, I Everyone's got Elias back. I, I
1: wasn't throwing him under the bus. I just thought it would Weren't be... Weren't you planning on coming to training with us on Tuesday? <laughs> I think, I don't it was think a you might want to rethink that. I point out that that is, in fact, <laughs> true. Hey, we can't sit here and just... Okay, first... <laughs> and, and Kill them with kindness. You guys are the same guys where any player else makes one
4: mistake... Sell him. Well let's, okay. let's, let's Oh he's made a, it about okay. he's attacking the plants in the chat room now. Let's let's put a bow on this real quick. Actually, <laughs> uh, Max and I did a podcast after that Vancouver game and I said I'd love to talk to Ilya about what happened. And Max goes, Oh, I'd love to see it too. And I kinda of joking and said, Actually maybe I don't want to, because players are they're big and strong and I'm scared of them. But I actually <laughs> did see Ilya on the way out and we had about a five, ten minute conversation about that mistake, and he said, You can ask me anything, I'll talk to you about anything. And I, he it was very sincere. So to Connor's point, and to all you guys defending Ilya in the Connor, chat, part of our history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always forever black and gold, Connor. Forever black right, and gold.
3: you guys, let's let's move let's That's move on one. from this because I'm well, sure Louise. just just like Ilya wants to move on probably from that mistake. <laughs> yes. Let's move on from from that part of the conversation. So two players that actually had um, really good games, you know, and have been pretty good over the last couple of weeks is um, Sifu and Chicho. They continue to have the end product that LAFC really needs. And for, for I don't know, like, I just, I, I there's not, I can't say enough about these two players because they make mistakes and we talk about their mistakes a lot, but ultimately they come with the goods. Goals and assists, winners, like, they just do it for us. So are you... Are you guys kind of feeling like, okay, these are the guys that are really stepping up amongst other big names in there, Bale, Chiellini, Vela. These two are actually stepping up and they're really consistent. Is that something different than last season?
1: And, and that's, why, that's why we talk about how good this roster is, not just on paper. Yeah. but So you bring players, like yeah. you said, Jessica, like Bale, Chiellini, you have the Vela's, but then you have players like Sifu and Chicho who are not designated players. And we've talked about it to be an MLS contender. MLS Cup contender, you need TAM players playing like DPs. And those are two players who are playing like the two best players on LAFC right now with a stacked roster.
2: And and to your point about consistency, I don't think it applies to Chicho, who had an incredible first season, but the consistency for Sifu is a 180-degree turn. He gives you a pretty consistent run in every game, and he's getting goals or assists. He had the Mm -hmm. assists uh, going back to the Dallas game, and he had the... uh, the goal's obviously against the Galaxy and the goal here, which ends up being the game winner. He's uh, – I, I, I'm so impressed with his progression because when he first got here, I remember he was at the stadium and he couldn't find a parking space and he was all flustered. And I go, this is a kid. He's a kid. Yeah. Coming from a, Ecuador. Dealing with a pandemic. Dealing with the pandemic. Trying to find a parking space. And spot. I wonder, it's not going to last. <laughs> so I'm stunned that he's put in the work to become one of LAFC's best players yeah. week in, week out. And Chicho has just been a very consistent goal scoring. That's a, a his uh, – a historic pace he's on. I think only Didier Drogba through thirty four games mm-hmm. had more goals.
4: Chicho part for the course, this is the way he plays, right? <laughs> Six goals in his last seven games and this is what we kind of expect from him. Sifu, I thought twenty twenty one 2022, he's going to hit the ground running, keep going. Had a slow start to 2022, and I know a little bit was that was being with Ecuador, then coming in and not being quite at, up to the speed as everyone else was in preseason, so he had to kind of build into it. But now I think we're really seeing him actually bridge the two years together, and his trajectory now is the sky's the limit. And for all you people in the chat, and I know you guys were going at it earlier, talking about we need a, we need a central attacking midfielder. That's your guy. It's Sifu, guys. You don't need a DP uh, central attacking midfielder because it's Sifu. And don't forget the extras of what Sifu gives you. He is one of the best when it comes to pressing in the attacking third. I don't think if you get a big, fancy DP number 10 that he's going to put in the work off the ball. And just think how many chances come due to Sifu's work rate. Sometimes it gasses him out, but this is your guy. This is your... Guy playing at a tam on a tam contract at a DP level. Don't don't.
2: Well, what do you think about that comparison? I love it. By PDDJR eighty eight reminds him a lot of Weston well, McKinney the way he plays
3: well, a little bit. Multi
2: tooled midfielder. There's yep.
3: not a lot of midfielders that are really good defensively. They can do all the pressing because remember Sifu also played some some time in. Um, kind of like the, the pivot position last season. Yeah, he did have to season. play some six last he season. He did, and so I think that that might have, might have helped him well-round his game a little bit more. But it's, it's hard to find players that are box-to-box, that are physically imposing, that score goals, that do all those things. So that's what makes him so irreplaceable for me. Um, he's our most important player for me because I just don't feel like there's anybody in the roster that can do anything like him. If you take him out, there's not somebody readily available to that's do a great point. that. everything that he does. And goals from midfield are so, so important because it makes you um, unpredictable. And mm-hmm. I think that that's what he brings, that unpredictability and that well-roundedness. So yeah, like McKinney is a good um, comparison for him, but... Yeah, Sefuentes is just going up a level. I remember when we went to Portland last season and we we ended up losing the game. And but oh, he that's was when he saw the Where he ghost. hit the ball, yeah. yeah,
4: Where he hit the ball from like 50 One yards yes. out and he saw a ghost and he was I, just like
3: exactly. And it was like oh, you he could, did have that that, was that, that, the same game, that game. That different different crazy. Game. Yeah. It was the crazy shot that it was like from 50 yards out and you could just see that there was something there. Now, like you said, putting it all together and this is my key guy. Like this, he's. He's up there. He's one of those. He's really a special player. I just
1: want to say, if Sifu was like an American player, oh. the entire league and the
2: entire men's national team fan base would be drooling over him. Because right we don't produce players like that. Yeah. Multi-tooled so I mean, I, midfielders I, that can do everything. Aari- all Even saying, an aerial threat, too. All I'm too, saying except is except I
4: think the closest is I mean, maybe Brendan Aaronson kind of plays in a yeah. similar kind of frenetic style, but it's still a little bit different. I don't think but you can the more trust technical Brendan ability. S- Sifuza uh, is. So, so I,
1: I'm, I'm assuming the rest of the league knows how good Sifu is at this point. But if they're not, they're sleeping on him.
2: Yeah, I I I tend to agree with Jessica. He may have been the uh, in the discussion for team MVP, which is crazy to think about. But he's been that good. We talked about the uh, LAFC midfield. They are down a player. LAFC will be announcing this very soon. Nacional of Uruguay did announce it. Pancho Ginella on his way there, on loan, uh, and we'll see where it goes. But this is a, an obviously a good spot. Remember, he came from Montevideo Wanderers, which is a, a smaller club in Uruguay. Nacional and Peñarol are the standard. Mm-hmm. And this is a club that's playing in international competitions, Copa Sudamericana. So he'll be involved in that. This has got to be pretty exciting for Pancho. Now, he still has hopes maybe coming back here, and perhaps making the move to Europe. But if he gets playing time there, that's going to be a huge boost for him. And wearing that shirt is a, this is a club steeped in history. The Nacional is actually credited uh, with creating the, the supporter culture, uh, the Inchas, which we kind of see in the LFC 3252. It all started with Nacional. It's just uh, it's a wonderful club, and I hope we do a road trip for Montevideo and maybe i uh, I'd love to go to it. We right do it. Away. But this is uh, it's a, it's a good news. But it also on the LFC side, it's one less midfielder they don't have. Uh, busy midfield yeah
4: this is a double-edged sword right yeah. so you send him uh, on loan for a year which means you can still get him back and, and no matter what you think about Poncho Janela's overall game overall game there's still a lot of talent there and I think he has to play though right like he needs to play somewhere if it's not going to be at LAFC they have to have him show out somewhere and if he plays really well to Max's point you can come back here and then use this as another launching pad to Europe or maybe he stays in Uruguay but I think as a young player, he's serviceable, and he can fit into certain teams. It just doesn't really seem – the pieces don't seem to fit with IFC. But now I'm starting to think, like, as you say, Sifu is hard to replace because I think Latif is your most natural uh, replacement, but Latif doesn't provide the goals and assists. Okay. Then you start to think, who's Ilié's backup? Oh, it's Kellen. Wait, who's Kellen's backup? Oh, it was Poncho. So to Max's point – And Kellen point, might go to fullback in yeah. a pinch
3: if
2: required. To Max's
4: point, there's going to have to be somebody coming in. I know there's been a lot of talk about Adrian Fine. I don't know. Um, Remember, he's like a reclamation project, so it's not like you can really count on a guy. I know he comes with a pedigree from Bayern, but it's good that they're they're
2: looking at people. It
4: it means they're looking. It doesn't mean he's a for sure thing. So I think that they still need to look for another kind of box to boxy type. I mean, look, he seems to love just all around midfielders and then figuring out where they kind of plug in the holes. And they they will be looking for it, right? They're always looking. That's the thing. Even when the transfer window is closed, we Max and I will see John. We're like, I must not be too busy, and we think we're so smart. And John's like, actually, I'm busier. Uh, we're doing <laughs> we're doing more scouting. We're looking at more guys. Yeah. Uh, I have a lot more to do. Actually, outside the window, the window is just when I get to fly around a little bit more and put ink on paper. Uh, yeah.
2: and just one last thing about that. This continues the tradition uh, going back to Pancho of LAFC generally putting the players in good positions on their next club, and we've talked about it a lot. With Walker Zimmerman, Mark Anthony Kaye, even though Mark Anthony Kay has made another move, but it worked out for, initially for more big money. For more big money, they're all making money, and yeah. uh, Bryce Duke Diego Rossi going to one. Bryce Duke, this applies. We will see. We'll have to still time to see, but we will see.
4: Poncho seems excited about Nacional, so I think they've done right by him. Max, we have some people in the chat for you.
2: Oh boy, I, you know, it was a matter of time before we got uh, a couple uh, spam of the, bots. the spams. <laughs> hey, as long as they subscribe, it's just one. If you <laughs> subscribe, you're allowed. <laughs> Yeah, we I see that, Chris. Come on, man. Pancho's our guy. Pancho's our guy.
1: Uh, Anyway, we we all have that one friend that likes to play, you know, DJ and thinks he's the life of the party. In reality, we all hate the music he plays and can't wait to rip the oscorp from them. God, that's rude. LAFC is no different. So check out who plays the worst music in the locker room in this week's Class of Twenty Two.
0: Para mí, toda la música es buena. Entonces, decirte quién es la mejor música no, no sabría decirte. ¿Realiza todo? sí, igual lo ponemos nosotros. Fall. Fall. No, Fall more. me parece que Seba. A Seba me parece que cuando pone música a Seba, me parece que la banda se lo quiere sacar al, al parlante.
2: ¿Alguien puede hablar música ahí en el gym y era like ese mumble jumble rap que no
0: So like. Brian. Brian <laughs> Rodríguez. Brian. Brian. Well, what type of music does he play? Oh, man, I got no idea. I don't know what this song is about. Rayo. Rayo McQueen. Hey. Brian is. It's a music that I do Mucho han dicho eso? Ah, es music The coaching staff, they always come and try to change our music, and it's pretty good. We have a great DJ, so no complaints about my teammates. Everyone's
1: the same Brian, just so you know.
0: No, Brian is good. He's the one that I like, the DJ, so credit to them, to him, to him. The worst music? No, depends, because I put it, generally that's me, but they say that I put a fake music. Because you don't understand. But I don't know, Fall also pone música de Senegal and I don't like it, but I don't know.
1: So, following Sunday's win, LAFC have twenty games in the book. So it's time for some mid-season grades. We'll take a look at each positional group and assign them a grade.
4: So let's start with goalkeeper. I'm excited because everyone makes fun of my writing. I'll have to do one letter.
2: Yeah, this will be on the clear. Kay. Goalkeeper don't make first.
4: Okay. We're gonna do like a. We're gonna do like a three. Are we doing one. minuses and pluses? Sure. Okay. You can even put point five. Might be too small. Uh oh. I'm
1: gonna write it again. Okay. What? Oh, come on, Connor. Okay. It's one letter, Connor. Yeah. Come on, Connor. Okay.
4: Ready?
2: One, two, three. John McCarthy did make one game, and he played. By the way, he faced the two penalties. LaFC played until last night. Yeah. That was the third penalty. Oh. What's a lowercase b?
4: B.
3: Oh, why am I so high?
4: Wait, is it a, a lowercase b? Like, does that denote anything? Like, not well, quite? I b-? wasn't sure. I mean, no, I don't okay. want to give it it's okay, So Max and I are b's, b minus. Jess, you have an a minus.
3: Yeah, explain that. Uh, because I think y'all are forgetting about the goalkeeper woes that we had before. <laughs> this is this is so good. Like, I know Kropot has made some mistakes, but I think ultimately, like, his distribution and his his quality back there has really shown. McCarthy I thought the game that he played where he saved the penalties like come on like that was a, a blinder of a game I know we didn't play well as a team but like ultimately the depth in, in goalkeeper has been a lot better Kripo is 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 good like I don't know I think we were we were so bad before like we could just we're really good now like I don't know yeah
4: I can forgive the I think that's errors. fair
3: I, yeah I mean I, I, I'm yeah. fine I, 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 I
4: it's not the errors that are for me I think at this point, the although Maxime had a, a very big save against Jovalich in the derby, yeah. um, I don't think anyone's made that that huge save or stolen a game quite yet. So that's why I'm just going B. Like they've been good. He right. hasn't faced a lot of shots. No, I mean that's and that's
2: we shouldn't punish so Crepo against how good the defending is. Right. But I think he's been really good in, in grabbing crosses and yeah. corner kicks because uh, they've been very busy with that's that. That
4: suggests his point about the horror show that yes, we used, to, we have used at to have a goalkeeper. So it's that's a
2: huge upgrade. B to me, it's like uh, you know, it's kind of hard to. We really should give great grades across the board here. And B is good. I think there's a little room for improvement. <laughs> uh, but Maxime Crapo has been a huge upgrade. I feel comfortable with him there, and he's had a couple good games. Yeah, uh, I think
4: B is fine. Yeah,
2: Connor's the Wait, one. The so I just, yeah.
1: Gomez on paper and stats A. Without that, a solid B. So without stats, it's a B. I don't get that.
2: But he may, he's making the point out of the defense has helped a lot because yeah. LFC. I think he faced like. He's faced thirty shots over a season? It's like making a save or two a game,
4: right? And he's even talked about how that changes his game. It's it's difficult to get used to when you're being peppered to only one quality big opportunity that you have to be there for.
2: Which where the great goalkeepers emerge? Yes, Uh, I always think of Claudio Taffarel, Brazil, in nineteen ninety four. He would face one shot every game, but he better save that. Right, better save it. Yeah. Okay, so now we shall move
1: on to midfielders.
4: We're going to come back to defense, huh?
1: Yeah. Okay. Midfielders. Ooh, midfielders? I like it's a big group. Around. Yeah, it is. Ah, <sighs> this is tough. Ah. Um God.
0: Yeah.
3: Ah, look at us. Oh! Connor didn't get the message. What's
4: going on here, Connor? <laughs> Nothing. Hey. I don't know what you're talking about. Wait, why did you initiate a B minus? Uh, I just think
1: there's, I just, I just think there's enough room for improvement still. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's still a very high ceiling for the midfield, mm-hmm. uh, and in that being some additions to the squad. So I just think there's, there needs to be
2: more of an upside to See, that. See, sp- I'm switching mine to A minus. A-.
4: Yeah, I kind of think that they actually had. I a agree with that. I looked at Ulysses. To I think season you're right. In the yeah. way. The way the midfield is picked up, especially with guys like Sifu, and I think Kellen, although doesn't have the stat line, has actually been very, very important to this midfield. Obviously, Ilya is a, an all-star. Uh, that's where I give him plus. B+. Uh, Sifu's going to be an all-star. Get, Sifu's going to be an all-star, better. too. You can they, always get better. They
3: needed a chance to gel. You know, I, I made the... The hot take earlier on in the season, I didn't think we'd miss miss a Tuesta. I stand by that. I don't think we have because the midfield has changed so much. And, yes, he's Mm -hmm. a quality player. But once they gelled and, like, obviously, Kellen was also playing a little bit of fullback earlier on in the season because we had so many injuries there. Yep. So once we got those three together, I think Ilya Sanchez has been underrated. I know he made a mistake you know, yesterday, but like beyond that, like the guy has been absolute mustard. Kellen Acosta has really grown into that role. It's one of those where statistically it doesn't show up, but he's so important to that midfield. And then Sifu has went up a level. Mm -hmm. It's a combative, hardworking midfield that's quite different than what we had before, but it's it's so but, good. But, but that's
1: why we have to judge this as mid season ratings. It's well, right. This isn't this well isn't this yeah, isn't is. on um last game's form, right? This is over the, the yeah. span of half a season.
3: And so. Latif has come in and, and done well too as like a rotational option. Like obviously he's a little bit limited in what he can do like on the ball, but his mm. hurrying and his his hard work has also been really good. So Depth-wise, quality-wise, it's up there.
2: Yeah, the depth-wise the only reason that you keep it down. But I even think about last season, we talk about the goalkeeping and how it's a massive upgrade. The midfield as well, where Chiqui Palacios was playing at the back end there. We had a revolving door. We had to bring Danny Crisostomo. But they brought in these guys, and they've all done a really nice job, uh, with the exception of Sifu. Sifu just improved tremendously. But that trio... Makes this an A midfield. The lack of depth and options there drops it down a little bit. Where I had A minus B plus, I think that's the sweet spot. Soccer
1: so, USA, you're always in the chat, and I, I love you a lot, but you're wrong. What do you say? Danny Trejo makes up for Poncho. No, one yeah. not a midfielder. Two. Yeah, Danny Danny no.
4: Trejo is doing, is doing I, 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 great things in USL, and I think he could be a serviceable MLS player, but I, I don't think he's good enough for this team. Uh, and I, I'll, I'll that's add, not an insult I'll to anyone. This that's is a not an very insult. hard I mean, team not, to crack. And I'll add J. David Wallace talking about the midfield not driving the team forward. What if it's not their job? Ooh. Think about the style of play, and to your point, you, you nailed it. The wings and center backs are providing that push. I think the midfield's job is to recycle play and win the ball back and then get it immediately to the forward. And Steve has talked about that. I want my team to be vertical. I want them to be quick. I want quick strike ability. Think more in that Liverpool model who is coached by a German coach, which is where Steve came from. So... I'm uh, just saying, maybe maybe don't dock them points for not being the main force in that. And 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 also, I know you guys don't like Pancho. Were you not here like five minutes
1: ago when we said that he's on loan now? <laughs> it's okay. It's
4: okay. Uh, now we're going to Poncho's
2: such a good dude. We're going to miss him. He cracks you know jokes.
4: There could be an MLS team. I, I, I know people will talk about his salary and how much he makes. There could be an MLS team that 500K would be an absolute value for the way Poncho plays. It oh, yeah. just does not fit. Because like we said, this midfield's been so good in the balance and Poncho just doesn't seem to balance the midfield the way these guys, the other three do. All right, so now we're gonna move on to defenders. Okay. Ooh, it's
3: tough.
2: Yeah, that's an added bonus. You get Giorgio Chiellini and that group game. of eight. God. strong. wow. And we're talking to, All right. real quickly, speaking to uh, three, two, Steve Chirundolo. A lot of those guys now can play fullback. He mentioned DiBiaga can play fullback. Yeah. He says Eddie Segura, so there's a versatile group.
4: All right. Jess, you're on the you're on the low end of the of the No, yeah, I'm looking
3: here. at these grades, they're a little high. Okay, so
4: Franco give eight plus. Before before you do your B minus, can I let Good you use of know? The that B, yes. but, We've only given up twenty two goals this season and that's third best in the league.
3: Yes, I understand okay. that. 22. I get that. What I will say is that I do think the I look at the the injuries to like Franco Escobar. I think that' that has annoyed me just a little bit. So I just docked it because like, we were talking about our depth and like for a while, Kellen Acosta was playing right back or something like that. Um, I do think that like, we still kind of struggle on some crosses sometimes. And then there's just little things like Mamadou fall, early on in the season, he wasn't doing it for me. So it's, I still think there's a ways to go with the defense, especially now that we're playing more out of the back. And now we have Chiellini, he's going to be managing things and like doing his ball playing center back stuff. But it's just a little bit of stuff. Like some players are doing a lot better than others. Like Fall has kind of fallen down this season, where Palacios has come up. So I think when it all meshes together with the injuries and everything, it it goes for a, a B minus for me. But I'm I'm harsh because I mean the defense is a big thing. So someone on this be panel's got
4: to be harsh. Yes. I think it'll be better. I, I just look at be the better. I look at the rapid development when you know Cheeky is now an All Star. Ryan Hollings had... Despite scoring goals, actually had kind of a rough start. And now I'm looking He's at him forward. and saying he could be almost – he does look like a, <laughs> He's forward. a forward. Hey, whatever works. He looks like he could be an all-star. I voted for him for all-star. Ooh. Yeah, Ryan Hollingshead. Yeah. "There's five goals in I don't want to do favoritism, but I, I
2: get a vote and I put Ryan Hollingshead because no one's touching his offensive stats there. And defensively, good enough for me.
4: A majority of the guys have gone up. I think the only two guys were still – the the jury is out is Mamadou Fall, who had a decent start to the season and then really tailed off. And then Franco Escobar, who because of injuries or whatever else hasn't been able to get it really going, but like if you can, if it's only two out of what we had seven guys up there,
3: this is true. um,
4: And I still think that they can come good. Mamadou Fall still has plenty of time to come good. May have been 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 other guys from
2: Mamadou stepping up that have won that spot as opposed to Mamadou, who was on a development and that still continues. He's a huge asset for the club. It's just going to be hard for him to get playing time with this group of defenders. That's a setback. I think the set piece defending is is a concern. But when you have Palacio Palacios an All Star, Ryan Holling said you could argue as an All Star. Jesus Murillo is much improved from last year. Giorgio Chiellini is well. also deserves to be an All Star. Yeah, I, I, he really does. So it's it's this is a wonderful. It's not perfect, but I'm I, I'm giving. Him a I will
1: say, I, a part of me wants MLS to just send to LAFC to play the the MLS All Star game.
2: <laughs> J. Well, David Wallace, well, it's Ibiago it's every, would not let fall on the pitch. I think there's some truth to that. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it'd be, go. So
1: now we are going to move on to the final category, mm-hmm. Four words. Okay, this is gonna be, this
4: is hard. This is interesting. This is hard. There's a lot of ways to go with this. Mm.
3: Oh, this is so hard. <laughs> I feel, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna go with my get.
1: Oh, This is a bad, okay.
2: Freeze frames kill. Three, me.
1: two, one.
4: Hmm. With a heart,
3: is that? That's is, for bail. Is that
4: because we're going? Oh, I thought it's, again because we we're going to training, and you were just afraid somebody might see this, might slap me. Um, okay,
3: wait, hold on. Jess, it's a plus. It's, it's, it's it was like yeah. it was close. It was yeah. it was close. Okay, yeah. So obviously um, we have some amazing players playing up front for us. I do mm-hmm. think some have been better than others. I think it's starting to gel a lot more before, but um, early on in the season, I just felt like it was just taking a little bit longer for us to gear up. Um, It's a B plus because I feel like with Bale coming in, we're actually going to go up a level and then you'll see like, Uh. I think he's going to make a lot of people better. Vela will be better. Everybody will be better. So I think there's room to improve, but ultimately like it, the attack has been good. Like it just has like a B plus is good.
2: Well, I agree with you that I mean Chicho is playing at an A level right now, but at the beginning of the season he wasn't. He wasn't, right. yeah. he, he has fixed some things. He has gotten into great shape, and that is that's how you grade him here. Carlos Vela coming on too had that hat trick and then kind of lulled, but was playing all the time, which was good. Uh, but I think you can certainly see, feel like Carlos Vela the best is yet to come, and then the Brian Rodriguez situation we hasn't got him on track, which is uh, a and. Seeing how this is going to play, I think Jessica hit it on the nail. You you, you gotta grade this accordingly because it feels like it's going to get a lot There was better. a
3: period of time where Hollingshead was kind of carrying us offensively. Like there was just like a small period of time where I thought like, what's going on here? But yeah, it's got. Yeah, better. the
4: amount. Look, we've gotten goal contributions for everywhere, so we're just grading the forwards. There's and a I lot of them, team with double digit scores. Gave, we don't have one. Yeah,
3: and I gave them an A minus
4: because I felt like. There's room for improvement, and I could have gone B plus, too. I think in the games that we've lost, it's been when we haven't finished chances, and that kind of falls on your forwards. However, there has been games that, you know, we have that selective memory. They finish chances in some tough situations in in different ways, lightning quick. I'm I'm thinking about the Galaxy game. I'm thinking about against FC Dallas. So I I think that there's still room for improvement. A minus B plus, I think, is fair. I mean, at the end of the day, when we have 40 goals for, which is second best in the league, your forwards contribute to that one way or the other, whether they're scoring (laughs) or occupying defenders. They have to be a part of that. Yeah. Uh, and I just also want to say that the the, the players that are, are are depth
1: pieces are also playing. I'd say out of out of their we normal s- ability, right? We still lead the league
4: in like, contributions from substitutes. So goals. you have players like Ishmael Trituri, Shradi,
1: Mahala Musovsky, who and Trejo, for for that matter, who are all playing very very good, all things considered. And look, they aren't the the star players banging in goals week in week out for us. But just to know that those options are on the bench mm-hmm. week in week out. That that's w- that's why I get a It's
2: holistic. I'm just happy that I, I'm at a point in my life where I don't get graded for anything anymore because uh, <laughs> I don't think I would like yeah the results.
1: Uh, anyway, uh, uh, what are you looking uh, at? What are you? Like, <laughs> <yeah, laughs> like, 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 at He's <laughs> leaning over, doing weird stuff. What's going on here? Um, so uh, we love games here at 110 Football, and because there's four of us on the panel today, we have a very new game that we're going to try out. What's that game? It's tag team. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dig it.
2: Let me tell you something. No one knows about oh, tag team uh, more than me and Connor Kolopsis.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, so stuff. how this game works is Sorry. one team will draw out of a box, and that team is Jessica and Vince, and will pick an argument that
4: the other team will have to argue against. Against. What, what you draw, you're arguing for. And when the sound goes, you have to literally stop Mid sentence and your partner has to pick it up. And so okay. we're gonna start arguing and you'll hear
1: an air horn and the uh, other the other team is that an we'll air horn? Hector? In. I don't know what Hector that is. Hector Diaz. Come on, right. man. Do we get it? <laughs> What's why? Do okay. we get it? Hey, That's... also everyone watching, get in the chat. Like that yeah. button. Let's get let's get wild in here. All right, are you, are you... So you guys are gonna start,
3: me and Max ready?
4: are our team was born ready, so
3: Yeah, I'm chilling. I no, know. we're we, <laughs> have like a
4: slow okay. get ready process. Okay, I have one. I have a folded okay. piece of paper in my hand. Get on with it, be, Vince. It's this. gonna got be this. ours. Okay.
3: okay. Uh, so you just argue and then I
4: Steve Tronolo has locked Coach of the Year. Okay. Go. All right, let's start here. Easily last season we were dropping points left and right when it came to the end of games, and that has gone away. Tom Bogart tweeted that LAFC has dropped zero points from winning situations. That alone, it seems like a coaching thing. Yeah. Right, so, so we, nothing. We're going we're over not our doing game plan. It's like on on we should called, we
1: right called this family Focus feud because we're trying to
4: get the, <laughs> this. Feels like is, family feud. And during, <laughs> and during our grading portion, we talked about
3: okay. <laughs> Pick off exactly where I left off. At the beginning of the season, we talked about how much we are a second-half team, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that his substitutions have been pretty much flawless. Dog water. We've also seen that he's been able to maneuver in some really difficult situations. We've had a lot of injuries, and we've still been able to maintain
4: our composure <laughs> and our ability to put teams under pressure, and we're winning points from difficult situations like being in Nashville when it might be too hot. Or like trying to integrate star players, which, by the way, isn't just plug and play. Sometimes it's a little hard. So Steve Truendolo has to get credit for that. And not to mention the fact that.
3: We're literally the best team in the league (laughs) and close. I mean, a lot of people were trying to figure out what it was going to be like after Bob Bradley. Well, it's better. We're we're a lot more fluid. We play better football. We look very concise and like a good collective. And if he wasn't the best coach in the MLS, Chiellini and Bale wouldn't want to come. Wow. My job. Okay. My You've job. played
4: cool. this game before, clearly. <laughs> yep. So you, you guys you guys now have to tell us why he's not. Okay. <laughs>
2: uh, do you want me to start? Just go for it. Okay. Well Steve Gerundo is very worthy and we're a big fan of him here and he has a bright future as well in this Disagreed. That's not the but point. But LAFC have a certain standard. I know, but I'm getting there. LAFC has a certain standard. There's only one guy who should get the vote. It's Josh. It's Josh Wolf. Yeah, thank you. Like, yeah. He's turned
1: an Austin team and an expansion team into a title contender. Look. How lucky was it that no uh, other was No, 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 you're Josh. not allowed to jump okay. in. I'm yes. oh, sorry. You're not okay, allowed okay, to okay. jump Ooh. in. LAFC has set the standard as a super club and year in, year out, as they've been a franchise, they've been expected to be at the
2: Yeah, we gotta remember how bad Austin FC were last what? season. <laughs> They were, they, I know, but LAFC add a lot, and Austin did.
1: And Austin. Feels like I'm not a quick have buzzer. A good year. Uh, and in, in that, not only has Josh Wolf built a super club out of Austin, he's built a culture around the team and the supporters, making him a worthy, worthy contender for MLS Coach of the Year. And not to mention coaches like Nancy,
2: Jim Curtin, also uh, <laughs> having a nice season. So uh, let's look at the east a little bit. Uh, This is still open, but Josh Wolf is the right guy, uh, if he can keep the pace.
4: I feel like you guys were just arguing the wording, because you're like, look, he's not a lock, but- No. No, you're okay. not allowed to. We gave up a proper candidate. I don't know. We're, we're, saying, you guys got. You guys got no, very. No. You guys got very debate team. Where, you attacked the yeah. premise, and you guys of felt. Actual... That you guys
2: felt like you were doing like a, a, a practice in a drama class too. The way you're doing it. So I mean, let's don't be throwing rocks Max, over here.
1: But Max, <laughs> when we do this, you have to like jump off right where so I left you're off. you're telling me we lost.
3: That's what y'all were doing. Yeah.
2: Okay.
1: Jeez. You
3: guys are doing all right.
2: I right, go figure it out. Okay. No, that's good. So what we are
3: arguing
1: for is, LaFC is so good. They don't need to use their last DP slot. It's true. LAFC is so good. I mean, we're best in the league by far. We've already added Bale and Chiellini as...
2: And when you've incorporated those guys, uh, Connor, then where are you going to put a DP there? You already have a dilemma of getting everyone playing time. You are the best in the league right now, and you still have a high ceiling, as we've talked about in this show. So in reality...
1: In reality, reality... You don't need another DP. We are going MLS Cup or bust, and I don't actually think there's room for a DP right now. You don't need someone to disrupt the dynamic that Chicho, Bale, Bell, Bella. Yeah,
2: we all gotta muddy the waters. We have enough, we got enough where we got going right here, so let's be patient with the DP. We don't have to rush into it. That's the beautiful thing. You've already added a lot, and this addition's gonna go carry a long way to the season, so we can be patient. And our team is better. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Okay. Oh, much better. Ma-
2: okay, massive I'm improvement. You ready? Be so massive big.
3: improvement. Do you want to start it? Yeah, I'll start it.
4: By the way, before we get started, Jess and I both have really cool boots on, and these teams got picked after we got here. Yeah, Clearly, it was because Well, we this is cool the
3: boots. better dress side of. What? Always. What? The yeah, better I'm dress sorry. side? Have
4: you seen our shirts?
3: You guys, yeah. It's,
2: I know, it's, we it's did. <laughs> it. This it. is an actual outfit, a tag team, wrestling tag team. I we know, wear. you guys.
4: <laughs> this is actually kind of cool. All right. All right, go for it, Jess.
3: Okay, so essentially we do need another DP. We talked about this earlier. If something happens to Cifuentes, what happens? If something happens to Elias Sanchez, what happens? If something happens to Acosta, what happens?
4: What happens is right. I'd be terrified. And think about it. Pride comes before the fall, everybody. And the window is Give open. Give us some names. The win- hey, the window is open for everyone. So you're going to think, okay, we don't need a DP while other teams can add
3: DPs? <laughs> Other teams can add DPs, and we don't want people to get ahead of us. Remember, we are ahead, but not by so much, and we want to build a super team. This is L.A. We need as many stars as possible. Like, let's not get it twisted. It's Hollywood.
4: And Hollywood? (laughs) Uh, He's (laughs) losing. Movies, and movies (laughs) need stars, and that's why we need more stars. The more stars, the better. That was was a nice pivot. Has already proven that he can integrate a Gareth Bale and Giorgio Chiellini. What's another DP? He's figured it out with those two hey, guys. Our, They're our big, buzzer, big names.
2: Our buzzer is getting some heat.
4: Is a buzzer <laughs> getting heat? It's gonna be called fart
2: sounds. So. <laughs> uh, true. No.
3: So yeah, it basically, d- you can't have too many stars on your team, you know. And LAFC you could can't. get deeper. They they can get deeper. And I'm telling you guys, as soon as Sepuentes. <gasps>
4: As soon as Fuentes keeps Practical scoring, angle. someone's going to buy him, and you're going to need to replace not only him, but the DP. You don't want to be trying to get two stars at one time. It's difficult. You think that these Gareth Bales and Giorgio Chiellini's grow on trees? They don't, friend. you got to go out there and you got to scout them. We win. <laughs> they don't. Well, Gus
2: thinks... Gus says, no, Gus says Gus... that's
3: both rounds.
4: I will say this. It was
2: hard to argue because... They made a point about we're going to probably lose some of these guys at some point, so why not get the replacement? This and, uh... is
4: not when you start agreeing with them. <laughs> I know, but I just thought... This, this isn't a... Everyone <laughs> Everyone's, agreeing. Everyone's agreeing. Everyone's agreeing with me. them. That was a fun game. It was nice to have four people on. Well, it was on fun to, for you you guys. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was fun won. for you guys.
2: Yeah, well. Oh, the okay. Mega Powers won round one. That's us. Oh, is that Mega Powers? Yeah, the Mega... No. That's uh, Hulk Hogan and uh, Macho
1: Man. Oh, I like
2: LOL Man, the better-dressed group one. That's us too,
3: yeah, obviously. We did. <laughs> All right, cool, cool, cool.
1: Oh, no we got one likes us. we've got a tiebreaker. <laughs> no. oh. Tiebreaker, right. okay. One-one. And in the chat, you guys, after we finish this round, you tell
2: us who won. Team boots win. That's a Vince vote.
3: All right, Carlos Vela is LASC's first half MVP.
4: Okay. Uh, All right. Feel like we're up against it a little bit on
3: that one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, don't I, stall. Get into it, like, guys.
4: Against what? I thought you guys
1: were
3: good at this game. Go ahead.
4: Okay. On. Yeah. Look at this. Look, the gravity of Carlos Vela on the pitch alone. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, this is Carlos Vela's team. Obviously, when he plays well, we play well. He has like six goals and four assists or something, some nonsense like that. And people haven't even thought he's played well this season. That's a really good return for somebody who has been injured a lot of times as well. So this is his team, and obviously. he's <laughs>
4: Obviously, he's trying, and he wants to score more goals, but guess what? He doesn't have to because he has a supporting cast around him, and Carlos is smart enough to know that football is a game with 11 players, and he's taken the step back.
3: He's taken the step back and switched his position, which is very difficult to do is to become more of a facilitator than a scorer, and he still has excellent numbers, so it's all about Vela. It's all about Vela. That's all I have to say. hmm Is it?
4: Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is
1: that the end of your argument? Ask yes, yourself you go this. On
4: Ask long. yourself this. If that... you remove Vela from this team, are we in first place? 100%. Right. Oh, oh. What? Oh. Okay, go for I'll it. I'll tell you why.
2: Uh, this shows us You just know, I like two trouble. players.
4: I, you know,
1: C names are great Connor, Sifu, Chicho. There's absolutely no way that Vela has been this first half of the year's MVP above Chicho. <sighs>
2: Chicho Arango has uh, <laughs> certainly taken the mantle of that with what he's been able to do scoring wise, game winning goal here, and then if it's not him, Jose Cifuentes Fuentes with the game winning goal, consistently good.
1: Consistently good, and that's
4: Consistently gold. That would have been good, but you didn't <laughs> say that. Goals
1: and assists, ah. might I
4: add. Um, and look, these are players who aren't DPS, who isn't Wait, your captain. You guys are naming ten players to make up for the one MVP, though. Who's your Wait, one, one MVP? One I don't know. I'm just saying. You're naming a bunch of names. I'm saying that there's actually <laughs> multiple options above Carlos for first
1: season, first. Oh, it's, there's it's so not many multiple. options it's above. It's not there's multiple. There's so many options above Carlos. Where so your many. argument is
2: obsolete. Yeah. Uh, what about Ilya Sanchez? You know, he's come in and he's locked down a position of need and it's a very important one and uh, we got to look at him as a guy that certainly Jesus Murillo. He's been an everyday defender and he's eliminated the mistakes. There's a lot of good MVP options. It's a Cheeky team. Palacios. And Carlos Probably. should share it a little bit, right? He's always the MVP. Wait, Let someone b- else have a go. Cheeky oh, Palacios. Get him out What's of here.
4: happening? <laughs>
3: Uh, Talking about there's tons of options. I was actually going to compliment
4: Max for how smoothly he buzzered in the, to the Elias Sanchez until you stepped on his point. Then you stepped in on it, and then the buzzer went like four times. Well, I'm just saying, you guys named a bunch of names. Who did you not name on the roster? Yeah, that that goes for our point. Okay. All right.
2: So we, uh, this is where you guys get involved. You've been fantastic. We've been following your comments. But if you have some questions you would like to be answered, put them in now. This is where you can be uh, a bigger part of the show. You already are. We love you guys, and you guys uh, certainly lift us and get these conversations going. So any other questions about what's happening in LAFC, now's the time to ask. There's yeah, well, a lot there. There's a lot of meat on this bone.
4: I'm, I'm totally down do you want Ross- to talk about
2: my Bob Ross shirt, yes, these are happy little clouds and trees. Uh, that uh, It is a Bob Ross original. Bob Ross? Okay.
3: I like,
4: I like, That's like what our someone's, team. Uh, was it Gomez? Yeah. yeah. I like our team being called Team Boots. Boots that exactly. works for me also is it sounding like Shannon and skip is that a compliment
1: or no I think that's because me and Max were rambling no for me specifically. yeah the whole
4: thing uh, that was uh should, we a very successful okay, here we show. go we got we got a question should Bell be starting against Casey this good, is a, good question this, this is a good question he got 15 18, minutes. 18 18 minutes he definitely looked like he was cruising around a little <laughs> bit um I do think there's no substitute though for those 18 minutes like 18 minutes of actual game time is at least worth like a training session, right? If he gets a full week of training, like fingers crossed that he came out of this totally unscathed and can go for the whole week of training. I think you can feel like you can start him because he's the yep. type of player that can cool. play sixty minutes, but smartly.
2: I, Danny Masaki didn't make that trip, so it's Mahala, so I mean, I, Brian you, wasn't on the trip either. Brian wasn't on the trip. So the options there aren't as. Uh, ubiquitous as you would like, so there's an opportunity here to get him in that game, and then you have the Seattle game. This seems like a good spot against a team that's been struggling. I don't think he starts, but I wouldn't be surprised if he does.
1: But I did, like I, I. don't think there's a need for him to start, genuinely.
4: They gotta, it, he, needs he needs to get he minutes. He needs start, to start well, getting minutes. He needs minutes to, to build his fitness, and it kind of to max his For part, World Cup. I I I start. I actually was going to flip-flop and say, I think that you wait till you come home, and you start him against Seattle at home because it's a nice story. It gives him a good feeling to start at home, but Actually, I would rather him start against SKC because they are struggling. What if he puts in two goals against a SKC? Then he's exactly. feeling really good playing against yeah. Seattle. The fact yeah. that Chiellini started
2: so quickly tells you that they will be, they won't be hesitant to start Bale.
3: I think you want to get Bale going like as quickly as possible, especially because we want to try to figure out what the best combination of forwards actually is. So. Yeah, I would. I would imagine that bail. I mean, 45 minutes for bail, like against SKC, for me would be what would I do? And then maybe take him out after that, get 45 minutes in his boots. But you know, you want to get him going. Like this is the point, point. and he's right. a professional. Like he's gonna want to play. So and he you know, he's a him, grown up too. He said himself
1: in terms of football, he's locked in.
2: Yep. Ubiquitous thickety means it's everywhere. It's like copper in Chile. Or uh, wait, alligators in wait, the Everglades. Our, our
4: producer said we had one more question to answer, and you want to well, get the definition of "you can Well, I want well, to ask.
2: Can I ask, him, can I ask the, uh, the 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 question someone asked? Can Chicho win the Golden Boot? I thought that's an interesting one.
4: Uh, absolutely, but Chicho is very streaky, so I worry that when this vein of form wears off, how many games will he go between not scoring? And if he does, in fact, go a couple games without scoring. Is he going to be able to get back in the lineup? Because at that point, yeah. does that mean Gareth Bale has supplanted you at the number nine? There's also so that's
2: interesting. A lot of guys he has to catch. I Although know. one's leaving, Tati Castellanos reports that he's heading to Spanish football. Mm-hmm. So.
3: I have a question for you guys since I don't see any more in the chat. Um, this might be too early to call, but I want the early calls now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and when everybody's fit, who is your front three?
2: Oof. Uh, I go fit. Vela, Bale, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. I know that sounds crazy for Chicho Arango. I, 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 I think there's going to be a lot of rotation, but I think that Ooh. is with Bale having to play minutes as a part of the deal here, because he's getting ready for the World Cup. He's going to get in there. Vela's Carlos Vela, and Brian Rodriguez does something no one else can.
4: For me, it, it's it's a personal preference. I like the way you balance teams. I mean, Some people would say, put the most talented guys in there, put the most deadly guys in there, which would be Chicho would be in there. But I think for balance's sake, you have to have Brian because he's he's a winger in the sense that he progresses the ball forward. He can carry it for long distances. Carlos and Bale don't do that quite as much, and they're also not quite as adept at running behind. I think they can, but I think Brian just gives you that added dimension. And for me, the balance is there. I could be wrong, but that's what where I would go with the three.
3: Connor, did you give yours?
1: I think I'm going to...
4: And it's all dependent on
1: Chicho's form. If he's able to stay in form over the span of, let's say, the next 10 games, and if he he isn't as streaky as he has been throughout the the, the time he's been here this season specifically, Mm -hmm. uh, then I'll have to give the nod to Chicho, but it's all dependent on these next 10 games.
2: Bale, Chicho, and Vela would be tough because you don't have the vertical threat. If it can work, great, but I think you compromise the way LAFC plays a little bit.
4: Yeah, it's a difference in balance. It's a great
2: trio. It's, it's the best trio.
4: Three supremely but with, talented. It's, is I, it the sum of the parts? Can I just say how
1: unbelievable it is that we are even having this conversation? How we are sitting here finding it unbelievable hard to decide what our best front three is because yeah. the players are of such a quality. That we don't want to have anyone miss out
4: yeah. Yeah. these are man city liverpool type right. problems
2: and they and man know, city right? resolved that and liverpool resolve it and different guys get games so i think we can expect expect yeah. that uh, especially garrett bale he may not be able to, be able to play all these games yeah. so Ch- chicho won't start in mls but he's gonna bang in like 40 goals in the open cup
1: next
4: year in <laughs> one of the underrated qualities of pep although sometimes it's held against him is his ability to find that balance and keep players happy Sometimes he tinkers a little bit too much, but I think Steve's going to have to really kind of find his way of keeping guys happy and balancing it, because there is going to be instances where guy's injured, guy's just not on form. I think he'll find the right formula. But thank you guys, as always, for your questions. The chat, I'm going to say, has been, has been on fire today. Really but, good. But it is time. Uh, you guys
2: bring it. We like that.
4: Yeah, we're getting, we're getting t- into that time of the show. It's stoppage time. Uh, it's our chance to rant about anything that's top of mind for us. The voice of LAFC, Max Bredos, is up first with stoppage time
2: watching this game in nashville was a breath of fresh air it really was uh when we get used to high-profile players coming into major league soccer it's in this shroud of mystery david beckham came we, It took weeks before we got him to play once in a while you'd see him do an interview same kind of situation with steven gerrard and frank lampard andrea Pirlo, zlatan to a lesser degree because he did have a great start but the rollout was slow and then we have gareth bale and giorgio Chiellini. they get off a plane They get straight to training, they take in their first game, and within less than two weeks, two and a half weeks, they're both playing in the game, and they'll play more minutes. The perception of how these big star players come to Major League Soccer has changed drastically, and these two, in my estimation, have done more than any to help change that. How many times would you see, after their first game, Giorgio Chiellini and Gareth Bale address the media in that way where they were so honest? We always hear about these things about the league. Yeah, it's hot in the south in the summertime. The altitude and Salt Lake and Colorado, the travel. Well, they had to deal with it, and they were open about it. They said, yeah, Nashville's hot. You saw Giorgio Kilini. He was dripping with sweat. He said this was an issue. So he put it out there. And I found that refreshing because you know why? I've never heard it before. I've never heard someone really say it. So they've opened up and I absolutely adore it, and I could hear them talk. They're not going to talk to the media every time like this, but first time, I thought they knocked it out of the park.
1: Do you think this is the the, the first step of the
2: chapter, MLS 3.0? Maybe. Like, if you want to be these high-profile players, you got to be ready to hit the ground running, because these two guys did.
4: Are we only on 3.0? I thought we were at, like, 4.5 now or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> what's 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 Apple's operating system at now? It's like 15.2 or something. Maybe we're around there. My stoppage time is
1: Cifuentes. New number playing of an MVP quality and I know he's now a fan favorite. I love him. But guys, do not get too attached to Cifuentes. If he's playing at this level for a little bit longer, he will be out the door just in the blink of an eye. Uh same thing happened with Atuesta and and look As an LAFC fan, you have to be ready for for these young guys coming from different parts of the globe, and and this is the the ideology that LAFC has been. This is their DNA. Develop players and sell them eventually. And so, look, when our best players are playing like they are now, Sifuentes included, uh, he's going to be gone pretty, pretty soon.
2: So. No. I
3: don't like what you just said at all.
2: What a bummer! I, I mean, I don't like it. I'm just we gotta. Yes, say, as we, as we gotta I have see. our seafood fan club shirts because we're both yeah. on board, firmly <laughs> on the bandwagon.
1: Yeah. Let me. Which is sad because you love him, but the, but let's hope that not only do we end up selling him, mm-hmm. but then he just tears it up somewhere in Europe and then LAFC is on the map for for really being the, the club that
3: found him. I'm going to hope for a lifetime contract for Sifuentes. That's what a I'm lifetime contract? Lifetime. That may be
2: a bit of a – that know, might be a reach.
4: Well, you know what? It, it does make me sad that that will eventually happen, but two things. John Thornton has said from day one that this will always be the way in which LAFC moves players. Uh, they want young players, and they want to help them get to the next stage. And two, as a person that loves kits, it just gives me a chance and a reason to buy another kit because I'll buy a seafood kit and wherever yeah. it
3: goes.
2: Uh, by the way, Gerardo Rios said, let's get to 50 uh, likes. I just chimed in on the chat room and got the. Oh, great.
4: Yeah, there you go, let's man. Let's get to
2: 60. Thanks for the support, Gerardo. <laughs> all
4: right, my stoppage time deals with the fact that we are top of the Supporter Shield standings, and I really think that it's without playing our best game yet. LAFC, I still think, has the chance to hit new heights, and really this year, it's been all about the floor being raised. The team is does not beat themselves. They are not giving up huge chances. They're not making the mistakes that they used to make. They're getting timely goals. Obviously, they have the talent, even with, a, uh, even with the floor raised and the ceiling not quite as high, they have the talent to do that. But I'm still waiting for that one match where it's like 90 minutes of nonstop and that ceiling, and we get to see that, that moment where we say, no team in this league is beating LAFC if they play at this level. I think against FC Dallas, we got close, but there was about a 10 to 15-minute bobble there. So I'm still waiting for that. And I think more so what it says to the rest of MLS is you should be terrified because Gareth Bale and Giorgio Chiellini have joined a team that still has not figured out what their top gear is. And it's going to come soon. Hopefully it comes closer to playoff time or in playoff time because that would mean MLS Cup.
3: (laughs) All right, so... (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, I was, I was like, why are you I was laughing at con- Max right now? I was, I was laughing way. at the, no uh, the comments. Um, but yeah, My Stop is Time is actually about Chicho. Chicho deserves our respect, Put some respect on his name. I do think that I've been quite harsh on Chicho over the last couple of um, months or so. Like, I just didn't feel like he was playing at the t- top of his game last season. We were just loving everything that he brought. He was very, he was carrying the team, like, let's be real. Um, during a very difficult time and he kind of fell off and now has come back into it, eight goals and one assist. He's the guy that we rely upon to get the goals in the back of the net. And sometimes it's not pretty, but that's what a goal scorer does. It doesn't matter what it looks like. As long as it's in the back of the net, that's all we care about. But what I will say is, even though we need to give him more respect, we don't need to quite panic. I'm seeing quite a bit of panic on Twitter in particular around Chicho Arango and whether or not he's gonna be an LAFC player and if LAFC are shopping him around. There's been no confirmed reports of that, but what we do know is that LAFC are trying to build a very strong team. We need to get used to the idea that some guys are just going to have to fight for their position. If Vela is playing false nine, then Chicho Oranga can play and be more of a um, more of a centerpiece and more of a pivot. There's different ways of playing. There's more than one way to skin a cat, and I don't think we need to be panicking just because we have somebody that's firing in all cylinders, but we know the likes of Gareth Baylor coming into the side. We know Carlos Vela just signed a new contract. Let's just relax. Nothing has been confirmed. No need to panic. Let's just enjoy the fact that Chicho is playing at such a high level right now, and he's really making um, um, a play for that position, and it's gonna be hard for somebody to take his spot. So I've been kind of on Chicho for a while, but he's really impressed me over the last couple of games, and I just think we need to respect him.
2: I, I, the point of playing on this team, you have to fight for your position. Ryan Hollings had talked about that, and he embraced it. I think all these guys are. You're not just getting a spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to play it. Maybe it even applies to Carlos Vela <laughs> at some point. You've I, got to.
1: But I don't want to be that guy, but if you are considering letting someone go, do you do it when they're playing at their best?
4: It's not. But it's not the, – the wording is wrong there. We're not letting him go. If a team comes in with someone an, with an a evaluation huge that's huge – you, you sorry, you happens. have to sell. like, there's only a couple teams in the world that say absolutely certain players are not for sale at any price. LAFC, unfortunately, is not in that tax bracket. That was
2: the Nashville thing with Walker Zirman. They came in with a, a one million plus record number at allocation time, yeah. money yeah. that you're like, we can't turn this down. Mm-hmm. We're going to use this, which they did. Yeah.
1: Um, Anyway, again, thank you guys for joining us so much. Uh, If you like podcasts, you can listen to this show and Angels Wear Boots on any podcast platform of your choice. Just search 110 Football. And we have a very busy week here at 110 Football. After the show at 4 p.m., it is Angels Wear Boots. Jess, Amanda, Sarah, and Lauren will be joining
4: us for that show
1: Uh, this Wednesday. Uh, join Vince and World Cup and Mexican international Mario He Trujillo. wishes he was yeah. a World Cup. Mm-hmm.
2: My That's bad. Awesome, you guys are doing that.
1: Uh, for the Mexican national team World Cup kit launch party here at XRM Studios. That's Wednesday live at 7 p.m. Pacific time. And then on Saturday, another watch uh, official LAFC watch party at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time on LAFC and 110 Football season
4: Tacos. You're going to miss out on all those tacos. I am so excited. You guys, to talk uh, hats off to all you guys. Look at this platform Actually, I, I prefer, of to, keep, I prefer shows. to keep the hat on. Also, no? you know, chat,
1: <laughs> you guys were all in the chat. I love you guys. You're always so rowdy. I, Jess has become like a fan favorite, right? And I do have Make some sweet news. Uh, this will be Jess's last day with us here at 110 Football. Uh, and in that, we have a little sizzle for you to show you guys. Oh gosh. Oh yeah. Check it out.
4: I want to introduce my co-host for this week. You may have seen her with me on the 110 football and LFC pre and post shows. She's a rising star in the soccer media landscape. Oh, and she happens to know that Los Angeles is black and gold of course. Please welcome Jessica Black to the show.
3: That hat. Can we do something about it? Yes, ma'am. Feeling very luxurious today. Y'all want hotcakes. I'm here. <laughs> Bella's back, but it's me back back you miss? You missed the Segura. Segura! What?
4: I didn't miss anything, because you just nailed it.
3: Confidence goes up by the stairs and goes down by the elevators. Like, it's, it's so much quicker to lose that confidence. I don't talk about the referee. I don't want to know their name. But every week, I'm looking up the name, and I'm like, okay, Katya Koroleva, you are crap.
4: <laughs> I like where you're going with this. You know, we should give you a second.
3: Maybe. I'm all about quiet confidence here. <laughs> oh! Let's go. Connor keeps saying it and he's right. Finish your chances. That is the definition of instant impact. Oh trust me, it's definitely a tradition around here for you to get humiliated by the guest host and players to watch. We're super dominant. We're such a good team on this.
4: Thank you again, Jessica, for tuning up with me.
3: Oh, no, thank you for not wearing that silly hat. I
1: <laughs>
4: love that.
2: Yay. Yes. yes. Be, be virtue, you're absolutely right.
4: Yes, everyone in the chat is getting in there and they're going to talk about how much mm. they miss you. I don't think any of us want to take this honor from you. Do you want to share what is next for you?
3: Yeah. Um, I'll be taking some time and working in London. Um, I got a job there, so I'll be doing that. And so I'll be doing some presenting work for a company out there called give me sport. And, um, yeah, I'll be closer to Arsenal, which is the team that I cover most, most often. And so to give me an opportunity to really advance my career and things like that. But as I've already told, like Jason and, and Vince knows this, um, that, before I started at 110, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. Like, I I knew I wanted to talk about soccer, but I just didn't think that there was a career out there for me. And I was able to hone my skills in a very professional, yet loving and relaxed environment. Like, I do feel like you guys have been so good to me. And so, yeah, this has been the jumping off point of a career that I think is going to be really good. So I owe 110 so, so much. And you guys know I love being here, and it's 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 a bittersweet feeling. But I know you guys are going upwards as well. You guys are doing so well, too. So, yeah.
2: We'll, we'll always have the equity of, of you being on the show. And when you're doing great things in this Thank business, we could say... We, we share the, the stage with her. That's very special for all of us. You
4: so know, not, when you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. Max and I, we're past our prime. We're not going to Europe. <laughs> Connor's too young. He's not ready yet. Of course Jessica's going to be the first Jessica. one to make the jump from, from our show to Europe. Well, so we are a springboard to Europe. Europe. There well, the, you go. The, the,
1: right. the chat will miss you dearly, as will the entire panel and everyone here at 110 Football. But for You, you can guys break that watching, hat back again now, too. So. For yeah, guys, that's coming back, baby. <laughs> for you guys watching... At 4 p.m., we have Angels Wear Boots, so you can watch Jess back in action one last time uh, on 4 p.m., at 4 p.m. At 4 p.m. Yes. And thank you, Jess. We love you. Thank you, chat. Uh,
4: and yeah, we'll be back here next week. I'm not, if Jess I'm isn't not. here, I'm, I'm out. Yeah, That's we're not coming to work with Jess. Is <laughs> no, 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 we'll be back. But hey, I, hopefully I'll see you guys on Wednesday for that uh, World Cup Mexico kit launch. It's gonna be a lot of fun, a lot of cool stuff going on with me and Mariano, so check it out.
1: Hashtag thank you, Jess.
4: Thank you, Jess.
1: Bye, thanks,
3: guys.
0: Hi, my name is Ilya Sanchez. Follow 110 football.